Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're concluding Job chapter 35. Looking at verses 9 through 16 in the New Living Translation. Elihu is still the speaker and he's accusing Job of being self-righteous. Even though we know that Job is speaking from pain. And he's uh, already called his other three friends uh, comfortless comforters. He hasn't said anything to Elihu yet. But let's listen to God's word. It reads, People cry out when they are oppressed. They groan beneath the power of the mighty. Yet they don't ask, Where is God, my creator, the one who gives songs in the night? Where is the one who makes us smarter than the animals and wiser than the birds of the sky? And when they cry out, God does not answer because of their pride. But it is wrong to say God doesn't listen, to say the Almighty isn't concerned. You say you can't see him, but he will bring justice if you will only wait. You say he does not respond to sinners with anger and is not greatly concerned about wickedness. But you are talking nonsense, Job. You have spoken like a fool. Again, this is Job chapter 35, verses 9 through 16 in the New Living Translation, which titles this, Elihu reminds Job of God's justice. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed and followed, please do so. Thanks to Podchaser for naming my podcast to its list of 60 best podcasts to discover in November. Give it a listen. Drop me a line. Like me and follow on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Job chapter 35, verses 9 through 16 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Elihu is telling Job not to expect an answer from God because you have been pretty self-righteous, Job. The way you have responded in your affliction, it's like you are telling God that God is wrong. But let's listen to uh, what the commentaries had to say. And I did write an awful lot down, and I'm going to try to get as much said in five minutes as I can. But let's listen. Elihu describes people who cry unto God when they're oppressed, but they're crying for relief only. And they're not looking you know, for God's help. If the cries of the oppressed be not heard, the fault is not in God because he is ready to hear and help. The fault is in the in them. It's in the person that's making the cry. They ask and have not because they ask amiss. And that's in James chapter 4 verse 3. They cry out by reason of the arm the affliction and not just they, we cry out 
by reason of our afflictions. But it's a complaining cry, a wailing cry. It's not a prayer of regret, and it's not a prayer asking God for His grace and mercy. Uh, they cry unto we we cry unto God. We even howl unto God upon our beds, and then we wonder how then can we expect that uh, we should be answered and relieved? Uh, we don't inquire after God nor seek seek Him to acquaint ourselves with Him but under our afflictions. And Psalm 88, verse 34 says that afflictions are sent to direct and quicken us to inquire early after God. Everyone complains of his troubles, but nobody says, where is God, my maker? That is, we don't repent of our sins. We don't uh, seek the face and favor of God and the comfort that comes with that. And in our afflictions, in our outward afflictions. And then in verse 10, it talks about uh, songs in the night season. In the lament psalms, singing, especially in the night, was a way for the faithful to remember God's love and protection. And I know there are times in my life, in my life, when God has given me a song that, you know, just won't go away. And I'm thinking about when my brother first, you know, we first found out how sick, ill my brother was. Uh, he put a song in my heart that, uh, Waymaker. And I mean, I was singing it. I was singing it so much. And I was telling one of the gentlemen that was helping me when I was getting on the plane about the, you know, what was going on and the reason I was going to uh, Nashville. And he started singing Waymaker to me. And it's like, oh God, confirmation. But God does give us songs. And it's uh, to help remember his love and his protection. He provides for us inward comfort and joy under our outward troubles. And uh, we ought to make use of it and wait for his time to remove our troubles. It's not going to come like the uh, old folks say. It may not happen when we want it but God's there on time. He gives us songs in the night. That is when our condition is ever so dark and sad and melancholy. We still have a God and we trust his providence and his promise, which are sufficient and they will support us and fill us with joy and consolation and enable us in everything to give thanks and to even rejoice in tribulations. Again, that sounds like that's hard to do, but we do rejoice even when things seem bad because we know that we have a God who hears and listens. Elihu argues, and this is verse 13, that God will not respond to cries made uh, out of pride. God does not hear those who seek relief without repentance. And, but Job isn't only crying for relief, he's hoping for vindication. And then in verse 16, Elihu saw that God had not yet answered Job, at least not in the way that Job had hoped. So he's saying, Job, you're, uh, you're opening your mouth in vain. God's not going to hear you. The idea is that Job, if you really are a godly man, then God would have answered you by now. So because he hasn't answered you, that proves that you are ungodly. And he, again, Elihu closes this chapter by rebuking Job for ignorant speech. 
Let's close with prayer. Father, we thank you as we go through the book of Job. Um, thank you for um, making us smarter than the animals and wiser than the birds in the sky. Thank you, God, that you do listen and that you are concerned. Thank you that you do give us songs in the night when we um, need that comfort that comes only from your word. And we can't think of a scripture, but we can think of a song. We thank you for those songs in the night that help us remember your love and your protection. Thank you for providing for inner comfort and joy, even in our outward troubles. We thank you for that. We thank you that when our conditions are dark and sad and melancholy, that you are there and your promises are yes and amen. We thank you for that. We thank you that um, we can persist in prayer until there is a breakthrough. And we thank you that um, you are the one true God who makes everything work and who works all things for your good. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.